I'm Ray from Ripship. Hi, I'm Callum from Ripship. And today we're going to be talking about our album Fearsome Engine. Your debut EP, Greebles, came out back in 2020. So it's been a long time since then, and obviously a lot has happened since then as well. How do you think Ripship has developed since that release came out, and what is it like looking back on the Greebles EP? Um, a little bit embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> um, production quality on that release was low. Um, but it was nice to have something out. Um, I, I'm glad that a lot of people liked it. I'm glad that BFM played the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm really glad that we did it because it, even even though our execution, like in hindsight, wasn't great, I think it was great for our knowledge at the time um, and for the scope of Ripship at the time, which was very much just a jamming uh, at my parents' house and not really with any expectation of gigs or um anything greater than that and it, it taught us a lot when we went into mixing and recording our second uh, project yeah it's part of the reason we spent a lot of money doing it properly uh, this time <laughs> Greebles, there was no expectation for us, um, whereas with Fearsome we wanted to do pretty much everything better. We wanted better songs, we wanted better production, um, we wanted a better release overall, so having like a music video ready to go and pacing out our singles and everything. Uh, Greebles means kind of an assortment of random little details and that is what that EP was. I don't think we had a sound by the time we uh, finished Greebles. Um, so that was really us finding our identity and I think on Fearsome Engine we found it. To bring back home If we return um, I would say that Fearsome Engine, we had a lot more um, at our fingertips having Peter who understood um, the software he was working with. So kind of just being able to experiment with um, crazy effects, like, you know, filter passes, um, uh, all sorts of crazy things that we didn't really consider because when we were making Greebles, we didn't have that expertise, we didn't have that tool set. So a lot of the creativity came in uh, in the mixing process, I would say. that we had this collection of songs and that they all seemingly were on really disparate topics even though we do kind of keep in the sci-fi um, realm but we kind of recognized this like narrative and theme of kind of exponential growth and infinities um, and that kind of that theme just seemed to carry really well through all the songs so laying them all out next to each other we realized oh this is actually this feels like a complete package. It doesn't feel like a bunch of songs that we've thrown together. Um, 
even though that's maybe how it felt as we were writing them and performing them live, um, laying them all out in front of us. Yeah, definitely um, that cohesive picture kind of appeared out of nowhere for us. Yeah, I feel like you could plot each of our songs from Fearsome on sort of a timeline. Maybe like a, I don't know, having an album that documents the events of history, except it's like documenting events from like 30 years from now until like 30 trillion years from now. break down some of the tracks on the record was there a reason that you opened the record with the great filter and can you give us a quick breakdown of what the great filter is so if if anyone's familiar with the fermi paradox um it's basically this idea that there are so many stars and planets in our universe and in our galaxy that we should be seeing um other intelligent life or at least other life in general which we haven't um and so the idea of the great filter is kind of an answer to this which is that maybe there is some events that every life form or civilization has to go through uh which ultimately it doesn't pass through or most most life forms or civilizations fail to pass through like maybe climate change is a great filter or maybe uh, the discovery of nuclear weapons is a great filter Maybe just multicellular organisms is, is forming a filter. at yeah. all is a filter. Um, so some real some real nerd shit, uh, but I think the song kind of implies that there is a filter beyond which I mean humans haven't reached it yet, but it implies that one day we will come up against it and it will filter us. I think it's just a good opener. We we played it as the first song um, for our live sets for a good while. I'd say. Probably most of our sets open with that one. It's um, it's loud and it's abrasive and it's linear, which I really like. Um, and putting it at the start kind of makes it um, not just like about the great filter, like the the philosophical argument, but also like it filters out people who can't handle <laughs> abrasive music, which I find really funny. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Callum, Callum reckons it's the great normie filter, but um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that might be giving ourselves too much credit. Dividing, evolving, adapting, improving, building, designing, expanding, exceeding, dividing. 
so Fearsome Engine is a book by uh, sci-fi author Ian Banks. It is about a post-apocalyptic uh, world where the remnants of humanity are kind of left in a place where they have a lot of technology surrounding them but they don't really understand it because um, they didn't build it and one such technology is this giant network that is kind of like a digital afterlife that you go to when you die it's pretty trippy ian banks is an awesome sci-fi author and definitely wanted to write a song that was an homage to him and then the title fearsome engine it just really stuck with us i think because of this theme of driving technological advancement that is cropping up on the album again and again um, this like inevitable force that can't be slowed and I think it sounds cool and I think it encapsulates that theme really well
yeah, and no one really wants to hear about other people's dreams because they don't really make sense. Um, but the lyrics are kind of about, a, yeah, a trippy dream I had where there was a really tall mountain that stretched up infinitely far. Um, but I just thought it was a really cool kind of eldritch Lovecraftian image um, and wanted to bring that into a song. So yeah, a song kind of about things that are incomprehensible but alluring. <laughs> you want to climb the mountain, but you know you shouldn't.
is another one inspired by a classic sci-fi uh, short story. This one was the, the final question. The last question. The last question, by um, Isaac Asimov. Um, it's about um, uh, sort of a, a supercomputer being asked throughout the ages. Every time the topic comes up, how do we prevent um, entropy, or how do we reverse entropy? Um, because no matter how advanced your civilization gets, eventually the universe is just going to run out of energy, and there's really nothing you can do about it. And the supercomputer, after millions and millions or trillions of years, um, just kind of never really figures it out. And the, yeah, the universe <laughs> just dies a, a cold death. It sucks. Uh, I think the song kind of captures the, the desperation of the last few humans um, still alive, wondering if there's anything they can do. In the distant future, humans seek the answer, how do we reverse the entropy disaster?
civilizations risen to power and fallen to dust. Volumes of history set alight to keep men warm for just a few moments longer. All that could have ever been had been. Every potential had been realized. Man turned to the computer one last time. we can do to reverse this chaos to return to life and change once more is there nothing we can do but watch the slow silent murder of the universe you must know you must tell us from the um, technological sci-fi stuff into something else it's more of an eldritch horror um, kind of being stuck somewhere where you can't see the obstacles around you I think also inspired by one of your <laughs> dreams isn't it? Yeah I'm having some bad dreams <laughs> um, Yeah it, it's kind of a good closer it just ends with a whole chaotic noisy mess at the end yeah, why do we... I, I think I think B13 has a really different energy um, to the other songs in terms of the... It, it's not very tightly written. It's it's really a loose jam. Um, and I think a loose jam lends itself to kind of repetition and slow escalation. And that's kind of what... I think that's what an end of the album should be. I think um, next batch of material might be down a similar line as well slightly less sci-fi, more scary, jammy uh, atmospheric. Scary, jammy fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a nice in-between. 